0: Philadelphia, Philadelphia's resting state is just pure anger. It's like, like they, they are like, rest, resting bitch face is just a state of mind in Philadelphia. It's like going on a date in the tuxedo you were wearing when your wife stood you up at the altar.
1: Welcome back to a small state of the takes this is episode 132 NFL draft week preview opening take for Stephen O. Scott. What do you got?
2: Yo, 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 yo. So good to be back. And I just want to say, I just cannot wait to give out these outros tonight. Oh my God. I'm going to be auto-tuned singing. This is going to be an all-timer shout out to my boys, James Murph, uh, Galen, uh, Alex Fava and my boy Blake snags, uh, he has COVID, so uh, get well soon, bro. Oof. <laughs> there
3: you go. Sorry, bro.
2: Yeah, who we all met in the Walmart parking lot, getting P- trying to get PS5s at Walmart.
1: Oh, that's right.
2: Yeah. Bro.
3: Shout him out. Shout that's him out. That's who that
1: kid is.
2: Yeah. Was, that's who. Stags,
1: yeah. That's who Snags is. Wow. I'm back. Sorry, I don't know what happened. Sorry, alright. We're okay. shutting
3: out Young Snags. This is the technical difficulty, pod. Yeah, did you is. get
1: my open? Did you get my intro? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it
2: oh, was a good one. Nice. Yeah. Yep. So shout out snacks. All right, what do we, who you guys got? What do you guys got for big takes here? Let's see. Hey, uh, you here's think it's take.
4: Right? Oh, you,
2: Was that his big take?
4: I don't know. Did you say a big take, Steve? I don't know. Uh, my big like take it.
2: was. Oh, it. yeah. Uh, big take. Um, Glaber Torres, uh, gets better soon, and he hits like five home runs this week. And then He's I try to will that into existence. Then I trade so him bad. for maximum profit. I don't know, after
3: a Frankie Angle's pod, that sounds pretty damn good.
2: Why what did Frankie say?
3: Because he, he's well, a Yankees you, fan. you didn't listen. That, no. was be my, that was gonna be my big take. Y'all said, Oh, Steve's not here today, but josh he said shit about Josh. Oh, I'm out of here. Just because I'm moving to Florida, wow! I'm the I'm the guy. So that's that's my big <coughs> announcement instead of a big take your boy joshie Pods. i'd have
4: to re-listen i'd have to i that's not how i remember it but it, the audio probably cut out we probably had oh, yeah
1: i think so yeah no Joshy, court, i cord it was don't... all choppy a couple times yeah so.
3: no i know i know no it's okay but joshie joshie pods is gonna be joshie orlando all right
1: ooh,
3: yeah. ooh. joshie
1: florida man
3: are we gonna get a new gamer tag, by the way? No, hell no. No, okay. okay Egg okay. Emperor for right. life.
1: This, is my, <laughs> sorry, sorry. this that actually too goes far. in great to my big take because my big take is changing gamer tags is like it it changes your identity. That's it a big does. take. When you change no. your gamer tag, you change a huge part of you. Mm.
4: Yeah. And if you do it too often, you lose you lose a sense of who you are.
2: Yeah. I believe you, that.
4: Because there but, are people it, I see it, on my friend's list and I'm like, who the fuck is this? I don't know. Yep. You've changed your gamer tag four times in the last five years. I, it means nothing to me. Every time. Like, Who the fuck is, is so-and-so? So, that's a personality
1: yeah. like, trait. If you change your gamer tag too much, that's...
4: You're running from something. Yeah,
1: something, <laughs> yeah, on, something <laughs> deeper yeah. is
3: going on. You have multiple personality disorder and that. <laughs> I am not a doctor, but go on WebMD. That's what
4: you have. Yeah. <laughs> it is... It is no, I I, I I don't know about the multiple personality disorder thing, but
1: <laughs>
4: I'm agreeing with Oliver. <laughs> ah, no,
1: I like that. I like that. Why, Oliver, you are you considering Alex? a change? Are you considering an, no, a game change? But, but you told me, in like you, you told me last week that you were considering a change, and that it, you know yeah. that it's a big decision.
4: That is, it is. I don't know. I I don't know. It's it's part of me, but sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes to move move forward, you need to move on. So I don't know. I'm not sure. But um, yeah. You know what? Here's a big take for you. And we're going to talk about it a little more in a little bit um, with, with our special guest that's coming on. But with the Patriots, with the draft, I, I have a couple draft takes. One, I'm so sick of seeing people on Twitter pretend that Mac Jones isn't going to go to the 49ers at number three. It's just like it feels like the whole Kyler Murray thing all over again where it's like, oh, wait. But what if the Cardinals don't? It's like, no, no, no. We know what they're doing. We know the first 3 picks are like written in stone at this point. I don't know. I'm just sick of like seeing people on Twitter just trying to just just feeding into the the draft propaganda of like, well, I don't know. Kyle Shanahan's not certain. Agree. Um, and then also if if the Patriots go after a quarterback unless they wait forever and get like Kellen Mond or some shit in like the 4th or 5th round, I think it's Justin Fields or no one. I don't think Trey Lance I, I just don't – I'm not into, like, trading up for anyone except for Justin Fields at this point because Trey Lance is going to be, like, ready in, like, three years, if that, you know what I mean? So that that's my take. I, I'm okay with that if the Patriots do that, but otherwise I want no business. I don't want to trade up and get some fucking Daniel Jones lookalike in the middle of the first round for no reason. so
3: No,
1: I like, I like it.
4: Like the Stanford kid. What is that – I
3: just posed a question from – let's say five because I'm going to be honest and we will get into this later, but uh, from four, right. I, I hope the Falcons take Kyle Pitts or Justin Fields, honestly, or the tackle from Oregon Seawell. but from five on, like who do you think the Patriots trade up to, to get that, that opportunity? Like who, what is the, the, the best Carolina. scenario you think?
1: Carolina at so seven. Carolina.
3: Maybe? Yeah, I think Carolina is one. And they have, their, I mean, in a lot of mocks, they have Sewell going there. So mm. what's well, more important? I, mean, I don't know.
1: Dallas, I saw too.
3: Yeah, Dallas that is tricky, was though. also, uh, they had the cornerback there. Um, what's his name? Jacoby something? I don't know. JC Horn. Oh, JC. Yep. Yeah. Joe Horn's son. Jacoby oh, yeah. Elsberry. Yeah. I don't
4: know. Um, just... Well, no, I, it is interesting. So, wait, actually, speaking of that, because you're right, I guess that is the question. And I feel like Miami wouldn't trade to the Patriots. I, I think I've no. seen that more at six, um, seven's probably a good spot, um, potentially Detroit, right? I feel like they're still eh, maybe. I don't know, but um, but Cincinnati at five, it is going to be interesting to what see what they do. Do you guys think that they're they could take Sewell? I I think he's Sewell or whatever his name is. They Best offensive line prospect in like ages, um, or go like Jamar Chase and get your Burrow weapon. What, I think what do you? That's think? the think...
3: obvious option. Uh, they have to give Joe after a year of like a year off, basically from you know Joe Burrow to give him comfort with somebody that he was worked with previously. I, I think
4: that's no. Or green. protect him. That's they yeah. too though. Did you see the the photo yeah, that they had on no, the, their, their new yeah. uh, their new jerseys where if you zoom yeah. in on his leg. Huge ass fucking scar on his knee. Yeah, just like Uh-oh. which again, it makes sense you're gonna have a scar if you have a surgery like that. But it was just like whoa, like that's that poor guy. I don't know. So that's why I think I lean offensive line, but at the same time, Jamar Chase is that good too. Right. Um, is. but I yeah, no, I, I feel like that's gonna be an interesting question too in the top five. Mm. It's gonna be a fun draft, in all honesty. It is. Speaking maybe of maybe draft, it won't be. Maybe be it up. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna watch this one.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, also, speaking of Couch the draft, dream, why don't we- why don't we just
1: get right into our draft talk for the evening? Thoughts. Let's do this. Yeah. So we had on Nick Stevens, aka Fitzy Gfy on Twitter. Um, many of you probably would recognize him if you saw him, if you heard him, etc. He he really blew up a few years ago on YouTube when those uh, shit Pat's fan say YouTube videos went around. That's how I like first yeah. recognized them, and then. Uh, he worked at WD. He works at WEI currently. He was on the morning show there for a while. He's also doing the, the Patriots.com Patriots.com uh, draft party beforehand. On pay, uh, like I said, on Patriots.com, and of course, shout out to Couch Couchgrass Guy Sports, CouchGuySports.com at Couch Sports. We can find all the latest articles, podcasts. Fantasy advice, whatever you want. Couchguysports.com has got it. It's also at CouchguySports on the Twitter machine. Now, without further ado,
4: and wait, wait, the Twitch machine as well. Before we go, NFL Draft uh, Twitch stream yep. on the Couch Guy Twitch. Um, so tune That'll in. Be
1: Some of us TV maybe may or
4: may not be on there.
1: Twitch.tv backslash Couch Guy Sports for a live stream of Draft Day as well. That'll be during the draft, so at eight. So you can handle the the fitzy pregame show and then hop on over to the couch guy sports live draft reaction if that's not what you're doing thursday night i don't know what you're which
3: i actually this is like a live uh thing right now uh if julio jones is traded within the next five days i will be writing my first article whether that goes up on couch Guy, (laughs) i guess is up to an editor like you gilly but put it up you have my permission All right, I'm writing my first article, so be on the lookout for that. Heard it here first.
1: All right. Yeah, so without further ado, we will kick it over to our interview. Hoya. Here, Okay, here we have Nick Fitzy Stevens, as many people know him as Fitzy GFI on Twitter. Uh, We're talking draft today, so during draft week, so Fitzy, thanks for coming on. I want to just tell everybody a little, just I don't know, a little background on how you got
0: where you are a little background on myself. Well, thank you very much, gentlemen. There is nothing I enjoy doing more on draft week than enjoying an ice cold draft while talking to a bunch of <laughs> dudes with facial hair that I've never met before in my life and may never talk <laughs> to again, because yeah. that's what the silly season is all about. Born and raised on the South shore of Boston, the pride of mass Um uh, I'm a die-hard Boston sports fan with a predilection for everything Patriots. I've uh, been working, navigating my way through non-traditional, traditional, and the social medias for the better part of the last 20 years. Uh, raised behind the stage, uh, definitely a face for radio, hence why I love standing in front of the camera and waxing Pat's-tastic about everything from Tom Brady to the difficulties of Cameron Jarrell Newton. Uh, right now, I work for WEEI Sports Radio in Boston. I freelance for the New England Patriots. And I'm getting pumped and jacked because Thursday night I'm hosting the Patriots' official draft party live from Patriot Place outside one formerly Tom Brady Place, home of your six time Super Bowl champion, New England Patriots. And even if you're listening to this right now, I want you to know I'm so excited about it that my Zoom background is actually a picture of me interviewing the freaking owner of the Patriots with all six Lombardies between us. They actually used all six Lombardies as a social distancing. Marker between the two of us, and as the interview began, I said to Mister Kraft, "I was like, if I can be completely honest, sir, six Lombardies between the two of us might be the greatest flex in the history of social distancing. Let's go!" <laughs> <laughs> he was wow. pretty psyched. He was pretty psyched. It was kind of thrill of a, honestly, thrill of a lifetime. Uh, we chatted for like thirty minutes. Uh, it'll be part. It'll be part of what the Patriots run in their official feed and their website on Thursday night, uh, getting people ready for honestly. And I know we are considering that I've had a chance to join the to Palooza here tonight. There's four out of the five of us, kind of like the recommended uh, number of dentists who say you should you should chew Trident. Um, the Duda Palooza here tonight, 8% of us have our heads screwed on straight and we root for the Patriots. And one of us is a Falcons fan, but that's okay because, you know, uh whatever what, what did kelly clarkson say uh josh what doesn't kill you makes you stronger right that's right that's You're right man. Right, Good. and you know what normally i would quote something uh a little more stronger or fantastic, but you get kelly clarkson for nfl jersey so um yeah man the uh, the party and the, the party and the show are going to be awesome thursday uh and this is legitimately this is the most fascinating nfl draft i can remember this is the biggest draft at least this century if not since the first draft for the Patriots all the way back in 1960, because last year was a wash. It was the first year post goat. This was, it was the first year after Brady, but it was also a pandemic and nobody was allowed inside the stadium as someone who actually worked all the home games. I can tell you, you should be glad that you weren't allowed to go to the games and what you saw on television was a better representation uh, <laughs> of, of what took place down that way. But uh, this is huge, man. Like, the Pats just spent like drunken sailors on shore leave during free agency. They bought a brand new team. And because they have to try to find the succession, the next quarterback to give them not just hope, but to carry them maybe to their next playoff appearance, to a next Super Bowl and beyond, a nation's eyes, not just a Patriots nation, but legitimately an entire nation's eyes are turned on the Patriots Thursday night. It's just like, It's amazing. It's a It got me through the entire winter. Like that's all I've been thinking about every single night. Who the hell is going to play quarterback for the Patriots, which is exactly why Belichick will draft zero this weekend. (laughs) That's right.
3: Absolutely. (laughs) Zero.
0: I want to go on the record right now. Josh, Oliver, Stevie, Mikey G. I want to say it right now. Get it nice and clean. There is a much better chance of me being the quarterback for the Patriots this fall than Belichick using a high round draft pick on a QB. Why? Because he's Bill Belichick. That's why.
2: Who's he taking? Who, who's he going with? What do you think? Do you have um,
0: this fall, the first snap, I will bet my bottom dollar and then some that Cam Newton takes the first snap under center this fall. Okay. Uh, yeah. I would put, I would put Jimmy G as the next most likely possibility to play quarterback for the Pats. Then I would say Stidham. Then I would say, um, uh, the guy that works the Dunkin' Donuts down the street on Route One outside Gillette Stadium. Uh, and then I'd say that, and then I would, you know, then I would say the field now, who he draft? not Justin Fields. I would just say field because I just the way Bill Belichick made his name like Bill Belichick's in the hall is already in the Hall of Fame, um, not as a coach or general manager and certainly not as a drafter of second round wide receivers and cornerbacks uh, cheap, cheap shot. I'll take a lap after that one, Mike, you don't worry about it. Uh, uh, I know. Right. I know like the only list that's longer than the number of quarterbacks that have, that have, you know, eaten the dick in Cleveland is the number of cornerbacks Belichick has drafted. And also the receivers like Nikhil Harry have sucked from situate to Shanghai too. I got that figured out. I understand. But Belich- Belichick's also a genius and He's in the Hall of Fame for a defensive game plan, the game plan when he was defensive coordinator for the Giants way back when they beat Thurman Thomas and the K-Gun offense with Jim Kelly and Andre Reid in the Buffalo Bills. He makes his name on defense. He spent just as much on defense as he did on offense. And while the rest of the world is like weapons, we need weapons. He's going to draft more defense than offense this weekend. Pat's Twitter is going to light itself on fire and the five of us (laughs) are going to be there for the show. Get your popcorn and your hard (laughs) seltzers ready, boys, because it's going to be a show.
2: Now, how would you feel? I love the
0: takes that are coming out.
2: I need to know. How would you feel, just out of the clear blue? I'm a big Ohio State fan. Yep. If Justin Fields somehow miraculously ends up on the Patriots, how would you feel?
0: Um, To answer Oliver's question, he said, I love all the hot takes that are flying right now. Dude, if I could turn my hot takes into like the next cryptocurrency, we all right now would be multi billionaires. <laughs> all right. There we go. Uh, Start selling them as NFTs, right? <laughs> no, why not, right? The douche coin or like you know, <laughs> nut <laughs> nutzilla or whatever the hell the name of the next something is. Um, if um, here's the thing, here's the thing. Like, uh, let's all take a quick second, grab uh, grab our pens and papers. Let's all write down the top three most successful alabama and ohio state quarterbacks in the last 20 years go i know none john david russell yes john yeah yeah sure john john parker wilson uh, to to to, uh mccarron yeah, That's sure. That's the He's only su- one. Yeah. He's successful at two things: getting a smoking hot wife and getting an obnoxious Ed Hardy sized tattoo on his right. That was hat. bad. That, that was, was bad. That was, <laughs> seriously, like seriously, like in the history of tats that we all could ask back for, uh, that we'd want to definitely get a mulligan on, it would probably be whatever girl we first hooked up with at college. Ben Affleck's bat tat and that stupid peck tat for AJ McCarron. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Steve one was. of them is one of them is Ben Affleck, who's also in Goodwill Hunting and Bat and Batman. Uh, and the other one is A.J. McCarron. And the third one, we have no idea where she is, but we're friends on Facebook now, so we wish her well. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, oh, it's, it's, you know what, you know what the, here's the thing. A, when you're hanging with your old pal Fitz, it's a judgment-free zone. And B, it's never too soon, right? Mm-hmm. Never, never too soon. <laughs>
2: um,
0: if Justin Fields matriculated his way through the first round, because I have a feeling he's going to be the quarterback who drops. I think as it stands right now, everyone knows it's going to be sunshine to the Jags, who's going to wildly improve that team. Whether or not yeah. uh, your boy Urban Meyer can coach, that's a different discussion for a different day. Wouldn't trust him to throw uh, Mikey G halfway across the yard uh, or we, or even with uh, half the money in Josh's wallet because I think he's a total snake. But maybe he's a decent pro coach. Two, <laughs> Zach, Zach Wilson, uh, who's going to celebrate his 13th birthday after the Jets draft him. Uh <laughs> Cute cute, cute as a button, but uh, I think has uh, maybe a little Mahomesian playmaker ability about him. And I I think everyone should, should rightly have a bit of a draft crush on him because he's one of those late bloomers that just like has it, you know what I mean? Like the unquantifiable, the stuff that like all the stat geeks who have invented war and VORP and QBR. (laughs) Like there's no way to quantify who has that it factor. I think Zach Wilson does. And considering the shit show we've all lived through the last 14 months, boys, would it surprise anybody if the way you know God has left us now, he's like, uh, you're all going to spend a year plus in your house with the same people and watch the same shitty Netflix shows. And afterward, I'm going to make the Jets good. What are you doing, God? What happened? Are you drunk? Go home. <laughs> um, it seems so, too good to be true that they make the right decision, right? And it I know, weird. Like, no, I don't know but the Jamal Adams trade. Side of the times, good. their free agency signings were good. I like the Carl Lawson kid from Cincinnati. Their receiver signings might be good if Corey Davis is half what the what he was printed on last year. If he can, if he can hold up, um, they might be good. But if Justin Field and then three is going to be Mac Jones to San Francisco, I'd put my money on it. Why? Because Kyle Shanahan is like his monogram on his like shirt that he goes out with, like his golf shirt <laughs> and like his cufflinks should just say DGAF because he does not give a fuck. That's true. He doesn't. His, really does his interview today was incredible.
4: Oh, <laughs> that was just God. <laughs> so
0: funny. <laughs> At
4: one his, point where he just says, if they're asking about GG, he's like, I don't know if anyone in the world is going to be alive on
0: Sunday. So it's like, <laughs> why? Well, I mean, like, I love it. He, oh. he coaches, he coaches like there's no tomorrow and doesn't give a shit. And, like, yeah. he knows he should have run the ball more in Super Bowl 51. He knows he was a player two away in Super Bowl 54. And yet, still, doesn't care. Would probably do the same thing over again if given a chance. And now he sees a a, a, a younger, healthier Garoppolo who may be a more controllable Matt Ryan 2.0 for him who's going to be an extension of him. Like, if he's Cerebro on the sidelines, he's going to be hive-minded to him on the field. That's all he wants out of his quarterback. So now this leaves two supremely talented prospects, uh, Stevie, mm-hmm. at, you've got Trey Lance, who is raw AF, but can do everything under the sun, it seems, even though he played at Carson Wentz-Hugh, right? The, we only have tape, mm. of a season, uh, tape of a season on it, but everyone says, as we say back home, wicked smart, right? Mm. And then Justin Fields, who for all of his stats, for all of his accomplishments, for the fact that he kicked the Big Ten's ass two years in a row, And never mind the two pro days where he ran against his body, you know, playing against phantom defenders and threw all of those ridiculous 65-yard bombs that I I don't think I've ever seen anyone else throw and has been described as a more mobile, smarter, quicker, stronger-armed Ben Roethlisberger. His game against Clemson is one of the all-time auditions for the NFL. He absolutely lit Clemson up. Clemson, there's no P, but pronounce it he lit clemson <laughs> up in that college football semifinal those six touchdowns were no joke man and he was playing with a hip that probably would have had all of us pissing blood and crying for our mama like he's he's a stud so why you tell me you're you're a fan of the ohio state university oh i-o thank you um so why wouldn't why wouldn't the team want to jump on a kid like this who just has stud prospect written all over him i don't get why he might be the guy who falls thursday
2: the only reason that people don't want him is because Ohio State has a bad track record. Post Cardale Jones, post fucking Troy Young, or whatever, post all those other guys. That's the only reason Dwayne I think right? yeah, Dwayne Haskins. Oh. Yeah, Dwayne Haskins, yeah. Haskins is the real one right now.
0: Yeah, but Oliver, like, he was a complete knucklehead. Could, I mean, didn't he? Uh, like- no. He was a dope from the start.
4: He missed the last start or the, uh, the last snap of his first win because he was taking a selfie with the crowd. Do you remember that okay. in Washington? That was yes. like, it was just like, really, dude? This is your first win, and you're just like taking selfies in the crowd instead of – closing it out that was
0: crazy yeah i know like you can't you, you can just sort of tell something like i always say trust trust your eyes like forget about like what his numbers are even though like yeah. justin fields right now would be the fastest receiver on the falcons on the dolphins on the patriots like yeah. the guy ran a four 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 forty and he's 6'4, 235, built like a brick shit house and has a laser rocket arm guy kid has a cannon so what is it like I, you, you, you feel like, and he's the only one I think there's a chance the Patriots might draft. Maybe, just maybe, the same way that like Emperor Palpatine manipulated the Senate throughout the first three prequels, all the shitty Star Wars movies we had to go retroactively watch just to try to <laughs> better understand the movies we liked in the first place and never asked for pre- prequels to. Maybe Belichick has been like manipulating everything like
2: let them all believe.
0: That Justin Fields cannot look for his second read. Tell them he has epilepsy.
2: Yes. For my bidding.
0: <laughs> and so that everyone's I like, like I'm not, I'm not touching him, I'm not going anywhere near him. So he falls right to him at 50, and then he's like, Value motherfuckers.
2: <laughs> if that happens. I'm getting his jersey right off the bat. That's I my dream. Enough. That's
1: all that, I want. That's my dream scenario on draft night is that they don't have to make a trade-up. Fields somehow slips through the cracks, Denver passes. Carolina passes Washington doesn't trade up and somehow some way field slips through to 15. That is, that, that'll put me on cloud nine. Now, I don't think that will happen.
0: It's pretty that's ambitious. I can
1: hope, but I can
0: hope. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, so, Hey, uh, Josh, I wrote yeah. a piece today for uh, on the WEI website about once I read that little thing that went viral this morning about the Falcons Julio. taking calls on Julio yep. because the, the Falcons are cap strapped only like got a million bucks and they're probably going to, you know, draft pits and you got to be able to sign the whole class. Right. Like, wouldn't it make it like, there's going to be a bunch of teams that would potentially be interested. What would it cost? And for you who probably would list him among your top three or four all time favorite Atlanta Falcons. Absolutely. What would it, what would the return be? What would the yield be that you would want to see? Um, because my proposal was take the whole lump sum of the, of the, of the contract, Get, uh, and it needs to be like a June second move so you guys can like mitigate the salary cap damage this year. Yep. Uh A two, a four, and Nikhil Harry from the Patriots.
3: Uh, I wouldn't even want Nikhil Harry, honestly. I would. <laughs> 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 no, I'm gonna be honest because you think about it at
0: at that. Uh,
1: Four, uh, sir four.
0: sir this meal comes <laughs> with potatoes and a vegetable yeah i don't want the, I don't want me, the vegetable. A, yeah, no, no, no. i don't want we, the vegetable yeah just give well, me that's we, me
3: we have so many receivers right and if we're getting rid of julio jones and we potentially have the ability to go get kyle pitts i mean i'm okay with it like and that's that's kind of was going to be my big take like julio jones you know, I would hate to see him go. You don't want to give up potentially and arguably the best receiver in the NFL. It's mind blowing. Right. But when there's a new guy coming in who has just as much talent in Kyle Pitts, uh, I would go, I would trade Julio Jones, just like you said, I mean, maybe not Nikhil Harry, but maybe even a draft pick less, maybe somewhere. I don't know if it's like a, you know, a second rounder for a, a next year or something like that. And I'll take Stephon Gilmore on a one year and we advance our defense because that's what we fucking need right now or an offensive tackle. So uh, if at four, you're not taking Kyle Pitts and you're okay with, uh, you know, evacuating Julio Jones out of your offense and you take that, um, the the tackle from Oregon, uh, the weird name there. I name. Yeah. So I would be happy with somebody like that, you know, and then you're working with a deal with the Patriots, uh, you know, all care.
0: right all right so now we're armchair general managing all right let me let me, right. me see if i can do this so we're we're in, we're in our respective war rooms boys mm-hmm. we got the landlines going mm-hmm. it's weird it feels like it's the late 80s we're sweating it out the commissioner mm-hmm. uh you know uh commissioner roger von douche nozzle is at the stage the clock is ticking <laughs> we got a couple minutes till the pick is in and that uh, we we got to navigate we got to work this out knowing that it'll be a, a, a thing for next year but we want to kind of have that in place because that'll affect the way both teams draft right so you don't want Nikhil Harry. I'm no. sorry that I couldn't offer you. I co- I'm sorry I couldn't <laughs> convince you to take that bag of old donuts and spiders. Damian Harris. Uh, <laughs> Damian Harris. That's not going to happen. However, exactly- <laughs> Stefan Gilmore. <mixed> <laughs> that's, however, if if you see here's the uh, Pat's boys chime in and tell me either like Fitzy, you're drunk already, even though you only drank half a beer or like I could see this. So JC Jackson just signed his second round tender. Maybe Belichick is thinking like, look, I found this guy for free like he was he was like he was in the recycling bin like he's an undrafted he was an undrafted rookie i turned him into a stud corner he's a he's a total ball hawk his value may never be higher to people let me trade you i'll trade you straight up jc jackson maybe i'll throw i'll sweetheart it with like a fourth round pick next year you give us julio we keep gilmore we resign him to a deal because you don't got you don't want you don't want like a top flight cornerback who's going to come to atlanta and be like yeah y'all are going to pay me or I'm not playing this year because that's, what's going to happen. Gilly lock wants to get paid. So. Absolutely. Yeah. You guys take JC Jackson, you need some defensive help. The Patriots get a stud wide receiver who when healthy, could probably actually catch some of the balls that uh, Cam Newton, like spike balls to him or like skip <laughs> skips, like stones to him. So that's what I'm saying. What do you think?
3: Uh, not bad. Not bad at all. Uh, You know, JC Jackson definitely fills a void. You know, you have JC Jackson, AJ Terrell, uh, you know, AJ Terrell was on that COVID uh list uh to start, so I, I like it. I would, I would take it, 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 it kills me. It kills me because, like you said, he's top three favorite Falcon, top well, basically one of my favorite players of all time. Why, why I wore 11 uh, you know, towards the end of my high school career, so uh, it hurts, it hurts, but it's time. Like you know, if you're not gonna rally around drafting a quarterback, because the next thing, the biggest take I could possibly spew out there is we trade Julio Jones and like a first and second next year for the for the first overall and give them the fourth the fourth overall. I'll take Trevor Lawrence if they could t- if they would be able to draft somebody like Justin Fields. But I I know that's totally out of the realm. It's not gonna no happen. no
0: that that's fine. Hey guys, um, do you want to let Josh know that? basically tonight is the intervention for him or do you <laughs> no no yeah, know, yeah or no, no. <laughs> it's time and yeah, I, I i also hate matt John. ryan
2: i hate matt ryan why so. wait this this seems
0: in, <laughs> yeah. seems in order oh, no. how can anyone hate matt ryan that's like that's like it
3: that's like hating a cheeseburger uh i just do man he, he was why? great the first like five years oh the man league, i hate, I the hate most... chicken parm i hate free I, beer no it's He's good not, matt it, ryan's good man not anymore Not anymore. He was an MVP. He had a great MVP year. We keep stacking. There was one guy that wasn't a first-round draft pick in the NFL on that offense last year, and he still couldn't do shit. It's terrible. So many weapons. So many weapons. If if he didn't have all of that, he wouldn't be as average as he
0: was. Okay. I still think with the right system and the Arthur Smith system, uh, you know, the son of the guy who, like, owns FedEx – the OC from Tennessee, who's now your HC. Yeah. Uh, he's pretty, he's pretty damn good. A lot of play action. Kyle Pitts, by the way, that forget about joining the national football league. The dude should join the justice league. That guy is know. insane. <laughs> insane. If Kyle Shanahan Thursday night, this is bill Barnwell's take, but I'm going to co-opt it just for fun tonight. Uh, cause you know, that's what we're here for, for shits and S <laughs> yeah. shits and giggles. Um, uh, and we're also over mock drafted and information filled at this point that like, you know, like Oliver's head is so twisted at this point, he couldn't even figure out how to turn his phone into, you know, horizontal orientation. So what are we doing here? Uh, so, um, Kyle Pitts is so good. If you guys just sit it 4 don't move anyone else and say, you know what? Fuck it. All right. We don't have much of a defense. We have no salary cap room, but we're going to put out <laughs> Kyle Pitts, whatever rookie running back we draft. Calvin Ridley, Hunter, uh, Hayden Hurst, whatever his name is. Hunter Dan Hayden, Hurst. Hayden Hurst. Yeah, <laughs> Hayden Hurst. Uh, and Julio Jones, so long as he can stand on his two legs. And we're going to tell Tom Brady and we're going to tell Jamison Taysom and everyone else, <laughs> we're going to score 40 points every week. Get ready. Shootout City. Like, it's going to yeah. be Red Dead Revolver, the football game, every Sunday. Oh, like, I'll, I, I will I watch agree. I will watch the shit out of that. And when the Pats and Falcons play, maybe across the pond, it's going to be even better.
3: Yeah. No, I, I agree 100%. I, I would not like to get rid of Julio Jones. Uh, that is what is uh, probably what every Falcons fan is screaming. Don't do it! But there's an understanding that if there's something that we can get back, like you said, a JC Jackson, yeah. uh, you know, you got if you can fill a void here and there, you have to look at the big picture. Julio Jones, uh, unfortunately, is still peaking, peaking, right. coming down. Like that climax is just there. And um, you know, you just have to look at the big picture, you know, five years down the road when you have somebody like Kyle Pitts coming in, you know, and you're he's gonna he's a freak, have to, he's a freak man. He's he's, he's I he would, do it. it would be ridiculous line, if you line know, him up uh, at running
0: back, line him up at receiver, scratch it off right. and put tight end or receiver or what WR next to his name. Like the dude can do anything. He's an unbelievable. Um yeah. so Oliver, Stevie, Mike, I'd love to know what do you guys okay. So let's say they don't get let's say they don't go quarterback in the first round. Belichick's gonna Belichick. And maybe in the later rounds, they grab, I don't know, Kellen Ma. It could be Mond who's okay. I still think Trask. he's a little work. Could be Trask who's like a slower Drew Bledsoe. You could have mm-hmm. Davis Mills who no one knows anything about, but maybe he's like that thing. Could be, I don't know. And there's a bunch of other guys, Jamie Newman. Let's even just look past quarterback. Who's like, pick a draft crush. Cause I have a bunch for the Pats, but like, I can't like, uh, Okay. You got? So we're biased.
4: We're biased. We're Rhode Islanders. But Quitty Paille in terms of Michigan, oh, and outside. We don't need it. We don't need another edge rusher. Yes, but, you do. Man, you can... I guess you can never have enough. But still, that would be – that's my crush. I want him on the Patriots so bad. He's the man. He's he's such a good athlete. He's got, like, his – all of his – Um, I remember even before combine season, like, his just, like – his verticality, his – um i think jumping distance everything was like through the roof like he's he's the best most athletic raw prospect out there so i want him i it would take a first round pick to,
0: to draft him yeah he won't last through the late teens and like no. if you think about it the, well, you can never have too many edge rushers sure that's like hey these guys over here I, I know you have three beers in front of you those uh those ladies over there bought you another beer send it back i'm never gonna drink all these what are you, <laughs> you can never have too many people that are good at rushing the quarterback they are, they'd signed Matt Judon to a ginormous contract, and you've already got Winovich, who's bulking up and looking to get after the quarterback. And Uche, who I think is going to have an – I think that kid's going to have an awesome season. So while they may have uh, – they may actually be better at edge rusher and getting after the QB this season than they were last year and even the last couple seasons, look, if he's there and they have – because the Pats have their weird specific board – which is different than everyone else's. Go figure, right? Uh, and that's <laughs> their number one rated player. You think Belichick's not going to grab him if he can at fifteen, or, maybe and maybe it's um, uh or they maybe they trade back and grab uh, another linebacker. Oliver, who's your who's your crush?
1: Before I give you it, uh, this thing this meeting is about to end, so we have to send you the updated link in a minute.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, awesome. And pause, and you guys, can edit that shit. I'm going to fill my beer back up and let's do that. Perfect. So I'll, yep. I'll check back in on Twitter in a second. Okay. Right, okay. Cool. All right. All right go fuck yourself. <laughs> drinking there, Fitzy. First. Uh, first. I'm actually drinking a. Uh, I'm drinking a beer from a brewery named after uh, Bill Belichick. Surly. <laughs> it's a. Uh, it's an awesome brewery out of uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota. This is a uh, Surly Furious. It's an IPA. It's good shit. That's awesome. Um, Surly. Yeah. Surly. yeah. Surly, Surly Brewing out of Minneapolis, Minnesota. It's awesome. They make great beers. You got Josh taking notes. <laughs> no, I do. I love
3: IPAs. I,
0: I'm into oh. Proclamation right now. So. Oh, dude. Listen, Josh, um, if you get a chance, um, I know uh, Oliver, you threw into that little prep thing like ranking states or whatever. If you guys want to oh. do that at the end, yeah, you got to do that. Yeah. I'll, do, I'll do that. And I'll mention all the beers as reasons why. But uh, Proclamation is <laughs> great. I don't know if you've ever had a chance to go to Tilted Barn.
3: So yes. I, uh, there's the a, my buddy has a bachelor oh. party there on Friday. So we, I was just hearing about this place. So Wait, you're, you're no. going, you're going there in four days. No. So I, I'm not going. It's like somebody else, a uh, coach that I coach with. He's got okay. a
0: bachelor party. Holy uh, d- holy smokes, dude. Good. Oh yeah. Get the, um, there's a beer there. M-I-N-G-O-S Mingo's is in like short for Flamingos. Yep. Truly one of the best IPAs I've ever had. On, on oh, everything great. they make is incredible, but um, yeah, they're awesome. Rhode Island's a sneaky good beer state. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm moving to
3: Florida. So are you really? <laughs> yeah, literally, <laughs> in like in two weeks. I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm working for Universal, so it's. It is what it is. But. is that? Is that
0: why your house looks like a domestic grenade went off? Yeah, (laughs)
1: yeah, absolutely.
3: That's why it's all blurred, and I still can't hide anything. Smart
0: man. Yeah, you went with the 4K blur behind you, the portrait mode blur. Um, (laughs) I spent the better part of the winter down in Florida. I get it. Yeah, yeah. I I winter birded for the like got the kids down there when they were doing virtual learning. Stayed in Naples. Uh, I lived winter bird life for six weeks. It was freaking sweet, man. Yeah, I. Ugh. I couldn't. Sunshine, turn it down. sunshine does a body good, it's, man. It's hard to turn down.
3: It does, and it just costs a living, man. Like it is so hard for me and my wife up here, you know, student loans and the jobs that we have. It's right. like I work in special education, and it pays okay, but it's six months out of the year. It's just not. Mm. It's not. No. Worth it, you know. It's, no, I. I, it, I sucks. Get it.
0: it sucks. It's no, it's hard. It's like <clears throat> I don't know what it is, what the addiction is to coming back to living in loving embracing new england like it's, true. it's just sort of like like oh, um, like going like leaving new england and then coming back is like um driving on the highway and then like like a like a a piece of a glacier falls off and c- falls into your windshield and almost kills you and you're like oh it reminded me of home i have to get back there like no you don't <laughs> that's a reminder of what's back there like leave like yeah they have the greatest colleges and they uh that's yep. where America started and, like, the, the, the home of the Patriots. But, like, the weather sucks. Like, it rains <laughs> sideways, like, every third day for th- four months at a time. Don't go back. It's terrible. It's only warm for, like, eight weeks. And then everybody – and everyone hates each other. And they're so mean <laughs> to each other. And everybody everyone, and, knows each other. Yeah, That's I know. The, and, yeah. And, they, and, and they don't like outsiders. And everyone thinks Duncan has good coffee. And they're fucking nuts.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's true. true that.
0: So true. It sucks. Cumby's is ten times better, speaking of Rhode Island
3: yeah no, you should follow steve's chronicles at Ashaway, rhode island duncan
2: oh yeah he got a yeah, lot of problems it's, here it's
3: quite terrible
2: my, my local duncan is an absolute disgrace oh man i got
3: you still go there
2: yeah i still go every day but uh
0: something brings you back it's it lunacy that, that msg like See? the chinese food
2: yeah, exactly <laughs> no, I did.
0: i'm con- i'm convinced that they put something in that stupid coffee that makes you go back every oh, yeah. single time
2: brainwash dude it's like drinking the kool-aid absolute disgrace yeah i mean in cumby's is 90 come on dude cumby's
0: is 99 cents make it yourself right and yet you don't yeah eh, no all
4: right you know what, i've steve? never <laughs> had a company's coffee not gonna lie I've never I, know. I go one. i go all right that's great
0: <laughs> no i get well, like two I, honestly dollars. if this was around the horn i would mute mikey for saying what he just said and steve,
2: <laughs>
0: and steve <laughs> great tony f- rally you have tony you have tumbled down the power rankings
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> i get cumby's coffee sometimes mm-hmm. not all the time no i lost you no all right no <laughs>
0: How do you, do you a cold brew? I, I gotta gotta love a cold brew. Um, all right. So, uh, Oliver, you want me to pick it up? Just asking about like draft crushes, real quick. Ask you, and then um, ask ask Steve who he's who he's into. Yeah, yeah, that works. Okay, okay. All right. Back in in three, two. Okay, cousin Oliver, who's your draft crush headed into this weekend?
1: Um, I think the big. The biggest thing they're missing is All right,
0: we're gonna take this over again. That
1: was you know what actually leave it in. No, we don't yeah. sting. Yeah. Right yeah. that's,
0: that's a right. great burn. Yeah, I love it. It's it's
1: it's uh, organic, it's beautiful. Yep. You can't cut it out.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why I, that's why before, that's what I say when I turn around after I saw some firewood every morning in the porcelain bowl, but I digress. <laughs> go ahead.
1: Before uh, yeah, before I was rudely interrupted, I was saying <laughs> <laughs> <yes>. uh, <laughs> I was saying, I think you need Dante High Towers replacement. So my crush is Micah Parsons from Penn State. Pretty Great. boring, but Great uh, I think it's a need. He's a beast, uh, and it, I think that's a very Bill-like pick to go. Well, middle line
4: slipping too. 15. Realistically, yeah, testing like off- six months ago. If you told me he wasn't going to go in like the top five, I'd be shocked. You know what I mean? Like now, it's like, oh interesting you could be slipping
0: so like bucky brooks did an interview with a couple of the guys at nbc sports boston and said freakish athlete good kid well intended but there may be some maturity issues like he still may like some of those things that dogged him like frat Pranks and hazing like he just makes bad decisions out of immaturity it's not that he's a bad person like we're not talking about like drafting a terrible human being here like james winston
2: Teachers uh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, have never done that He's just – he's beyond immaturity issues. Like, that's the – that's that horrible, perfect personality storm of, like, never being told no, being immature, and kind of being an ass. And all those three things come together, and you get, like, the Uber incidents and the crab legs and the, you know, effer and the P and everything else he did.
4: To be fair, he's a funny kid, though. He's – we have a – we went to a school with a kid that was an athlete at FSU with him, and it only had good things to say. Like, everyone loved him in that sense where it's like –
0: might be a great guy to go to a party with, but I'm not going to. But not you know. like the franchise quarterback that you want to invest. No, because no, that's the that thing. Like, funny. it's a lot into yeah. it. Like, so if you're looking for, so to Oliver's point, like Donta Hightower, like that guy came out of Alabama with like the highest pedigree, super smart, someone you can totally trust, beast on the field. Uh, You might want to turn your mic off or your headphones for a sec, Josh. Made one of the greatest defensive plays outside of Malcolm Butler in Super Bowl history. Like, he gets it. He is such a quintessentially Bill Belichick player. Micah Parsons faster than any wide receiver, I think, except for maybe like Rondell Moore and Tutu Atwell. That has like, or uh, an Anthony Schwartz out of Auburn that's run so far in the in all of the pro days. Like, it's ridiculous that a linebacker can do that. And after what you saw, Devin White did. Leading the Buccaneers defense, you know, being almost as important as Tom Brady throughout that playoff run and how great he was in that Super Bowl. Who wouldn't want that next Devin White style linebacker while while, you know, given Hightower an heir apparent? I like it. I think that he may still go before the Pats can get him. I don't see Bill trading up for him. Oliver, I would that's why I'm I'm with all the, the guys that are saying, like the kid Zavin Collins out of Tulsa who's like high tower size, but still fast, had four picks in 2020, Uh, two for pick sixes as well. Like I could see if Bill doesn't get whoever that weird guy is that he wants, trades back, picks up an extra second rounder, grabs Zayvon Collins at 20 quintessentially Belichick, but Micah Parsons, that would be an awesome pick. How about you uh, SSJ?
2: SSJ baby dude. I'm a big Buckeye fan, as I said, and I'm going with another Buckeye. Oh, is is it baron oh Oh. is it it wait is it is it It baron browning it is correct let's go five-star recruit out of high school that's what i'm talking about it's all about the high school pedigree to me that kid is sick fast off the edge yes he is he is blazingly fast he
0: is big hitter good linebacker you know not what collins is certainly not what parsons is but like super fast pass rush do like Ohio State is not a QB factory as we've previously discussed. However, wide receiver factory, linebacker factory, mm-hmm. Big Ten that's guys true. always get it. That's why Quitty Pay would be a great pick. I think obviously that's why uh, Micah Parsons would be a great pick and Baron Browning. Like whatever team identifies him as like the value pass rusher and coverage linebacker in the second round, awesome pick. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna throw a couple wide receivers out there. Since we all kind of went defense, good for man, good for you guys. All like, look at like, Bill Belichick is somewhere petting Nike the dog, th- thinking about how he wants to be super snarky the next time he talks to the media, and he is glowing with pride because you guys all had defensive draft crushes.
2: I'm almost <laughs> like,
0: like, I'm so, like, I'm I'm excited right now. You guys are killing it. Um, I'll go offense because obviously they need a little bit uh they need some speed they need some talent at wide receiver who
3: can i guess I- for you yes hit me hey, terrence marshall
0: oh get the fuck out of here <laughs> oh, damn it i said that <laughs> months ago
3: i actually i think that would be a great fit
0: but i don't know it's it is what it is tech t- for first it's first it's what your house doesn't have terrace and <laughs> it's not terrence and second uh, true, true. Lo- uh good but i think in a lot of ways like he may be one of those guys who was a product of like, I've, I've watched that. I've watched, God, so much film, so many highlight reels, so many like Twitter videos that everyone else has put out, all the all the all 22s. Like, at this point now, we all think that we're the next Daniel Jeremiah or Field Yates or <laughs> Or, you know, like Mel Kuyper, like Todd, Todd, Todd. I've watched all the film. I think he's a great (laughs) organizational fit. I really do. But what does the head coach think of him? And is he ready to be a day one contributor and starter? He has two hands, two feet, and one head. Perfect for a helmet, but can't even catch the football. Um, I love, there's this kid out of North Carolina called, uh, named uh, Diami Brown. This kid is a steal. He actually, uh, Considering where Jamar Chase is going to go, Waddle, Devonta Smith, love the Slim Reaper, but he won't be available on the Pats pick. This kid, Diami Brown out of North Carolina, awesome. Uh, Averages like almost 21 yards a catch, 20 touchdowns the last two seasons. Um, I talked to Dane Brugler from The Athletic who puts together one of the best draft prep uh, manifestos, if you will, Uh, on the radio a couple weeks ago and he said if the patriots are looking to go wide receiver in the second round this kid is an absolute beast and he's a touchdown hawk um and he'd be great dwayne eskridge out of western michigan is awesome uh a couple other a couple other guys there um and then there's like all these like all these run like running backs like the pats are going to need a james white replacement
1: Mm. is
0: everyone ready to have that are we ready to have that conversation no I have
1: no, old. no, yeah, all no. It no. <laughs> no, no, everyone- not, not not till he's the guy fine. Can't walk anymore. He's fine. I know, <laughs> yeah,
0: but that, but that, uh, come on, no, he's fine. Come on, get up, come on, yell, come on, old yeller, come on, get <laughs> up, come on, champ, wake up.
1: <laughs> we just, no. we just had to accept that Edelman's gone, and now you're, you're telling me we have to get over James White, too, in the same time? Let's, I mean, like- let's wait, let's wait till the wheels fall off of James I White, mean, too.
3: Just might as well just beat the dead body. I mean, you, let, you got Tom Brady with a Super Bowl <laughs> ring so <laughs> just beat 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 yourself up now you'll you'll <laughs> love it in five years
0: yeah i know that it, it just it's such an in like the, the slot receivers is such an important position so maybe they'll grab one of those speedy little guys i was talking about maybe he's maybe it's going to be myers or maybe it's going to be uh, kendrick Bourne. will take over the role for a little while maybe he'll be you know falcon taking over captain america maybe he'll hold the shield for a little while who knows um and it's a, it, those are big shoes or maybe it's gonna Olszewski's his numbers and his trajectory catching punts and like being the unheard of guy seventh round dude, like his trajectory is very similar to Edelman's over the first couple of years. So mm. that'd be great. But th- this running, this draft has uh, lousy defensive tackles, a ton of offensive linemen, great receivers and really great options at third down back. Javante Williams out of North Carolina, um, Dimitri Felton out of UCLA is another great option. There's a kid out of um Oregon. There's maybe like six or seven other, like Chubba, five, like Chubba the, Hubbard. Oh, Chuba Hubbard. Here's the thing somebody compared him to like there was a great comp I saw yesterday on Twitter. Uh, Mike, that said he was like Amon Green 2.0. Remember
2: Ooh. that guy for like, Green Bay?
0: That's interesting. Yeah. Isn't that kind oh, yeah. of, like, of sexy? Like a straight upright runner who just like Blaze it like the flash you know what I mean he'd
4: be he'd be a fun pick he carried that Oklahoma State offense for like two years and it was like and he was coming into last year he was like the best running back coming back to college football and I know Najee Harris I feel like it's the Alabama effect so whoever the running back is is going to get propped up and who knows how good he actually is but I don't know he's he's slipping a bit they could get him probably what third round maybe maybe fourth that'd be crazy if he slips that far um, but I, no, I'm on board with that. I I mean, realistically too, I think Sony Michelle is back for one more year. I think he proved himself to be worthy at least of a roster spot. Like, I don't think it's worth just cutting him outright. He, he's got, he's got some life left in his leg. So, um, I think Damian Harris is going to be the top guy though. And then Burkhead's probably out, right? Is that, is that how you kind of see the, the running back room?
0: Yeah, he's healing up pretty well from the ACL, but like, if he gets resigned, it's going to be like dirt cheap late yeah. like maybe an august signing comes in for camp gets the pup treatment or the il yeah. uh, or ir for the first six or eight weeks uh damian harris god i i love watching that kid take the ball i really do hey, i i have not wa- enjoyed watching a patriot carry the ball uh in the long like like i have the way he does uh and Sonny michelle it's kind of like the way people handle like tuca ras with the bruins like tuca is good like and people need to accept that Sonny michelle is good too Sure, every good running back is a product of their offensive line. Look at DeMar, like just the Cowboys over the last 10 years are the perfect example. DeMarco Murray, when they had a great line, he was great. When they had a shit line, he sucked. And the mm. same thing, same thing with Zeke, like great line. Because look what Tony Pollard looked like the better running back last year because he hadn't been hit as many times. Sure did. So uh th- this holds true for everybody. Last year, with that with a good offensive line, and I think the Pats 2021 offensive line is going to be better. That's like yeah. 1725 pounds of giant muscular and angry that's coming at every defensive line on every damn play sony had average 5.7 yards a carry last season does does a running back that everyone i ask you this mike does a running back that everyone says like oh sony michelle sucks and blows does a running back that sucks average 5.7 yards per carry Oh, not at all. And that's why, I mean, he, and again, at the beginning of last season, everyone has had it had written him off
4: completely. It was like, get him out of here. I don't want to see him again, but late, late in the season, he really he proved his worth. So I don't know. I think he's around. He's going to be a free agent, I think after next year. So he's probably gone after that, but, but all for right, right now, I don't think we need, need to like draft a running back to get some, some cheap labor as they say.
0: Yeah. It could be a late round flyer. Um, the fifth year option is up around like May 10th for Isaiah Wynn and Sonny Michelle, so we'll see if the Patriots pick up one or the other. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll throw this out there right now because it's fun to consider whether or not the Patriots do draft a third round back to replace James White, considering how important it is to go from J.R. Redmond to Kevin Falk to uh, Shane Varine uh, da- Sorry, da- uh, all, excuse me, Danny Woodhead, much respect. Uh, Danny <laughs> Woodhead, Shane Vereen, obviously James White a little with a with a splash with a splash yeah, of Deion Lewis splash. maybe JJ Taylor's like don't forget about me guys and we're all like you're 5 foot nothing uh <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to forget about you you're so small um we'll see but between Sony and Damian Harris I'm setting it right now over under 1600 yards a season you guys going over under
1: uh over over, over. over. especially if Cam Newton's your quarterback all year way over
2: mm, yeah
0: I think they, I think they run like, I think they run like wild, like just like mustangs this season. They just pop, power running, in the twelve formation, and then John who pops open for a seam pass, Hunter Henry for the touchdown, Aguilar for the occasional bomb, and Kendrick Bourne when you need a third down. Who says no to that? I just, oh,
3: I, I mean, it's been, I mean, I know these three guys are totally different in the mindset, but. I personally feel like being outside the box. Cam Newton was done dirty in the iPro Pro set, the twelve formation, you know, whatever you want to uh, call it. I let went him to, hear
0: it. Preach, I, preach. I, Go. I went
3: to a Josh McDaniels coaching clinic, and he was talking about Tom Brady being the perfect quarterback, obviously, because he could do everything and learn everything, right? Get the ball out quick, do everything I want a perfect quarterback to do, but he wanted a mobile or running quarterback to run the fast screens and everything else in his offensive package. So you look at Cam Newton's career and you see that he hasn't been under center in a true package since he was at Florida under Tim Tebow. Okay. So like that guy was never put in an offensive set under center in his entire career. And he, they did him dirty to start him out. I think Cam Newton is going to have a breakout year. All they have to do honestly is give them a little space. If that's pistol, it's pistol. If it's gun and you want a two back set, run a two back set. I mean, that's just like the nerd football coming out of me, but you know, it's like preach dude, like run a sledge set, run two tight ends, one wing, one tight end and run your shit off that. And you'll be perfectly fine. Uh, get, give Cam Newton some time and some space.
0: That's again, it's health. Yeah. Yeah, we don't know how health. COVID affected it. Health. We really don't.
4: I'm on that train of like, God only knows. Look at Eduardo Rodriguez how much that affected him and uh, the list goes on in terms of all these un- unknown effects. So who knows? He, he came back probably a little too soon anyway. Um, but yeah, so I'm on board.
0: Cam, yeah, no, Cam he new did. Revitalization. You're right, dude. You're right. Like he rushed back to do like, who knows what the fog was like. Maybe he didn't suffer from it physically, but like mm. he's trying to learn a whole new offense after being in the same place for 10 years right. had the multiple uh, shoulder surgeries, the I heard on a podcast a few weeks ago from Tom House, the guy who's like the QB guru who that Tom Brady loves, that Cam Newton's foot was all effed up last year as well, so he couldn't plant and throw the right way. Like,
2: no all one, right. want,
0: no, all Pats <laughs> fans remember and think of right now, is is Cam Newton like missing some ball, a couple of key picks, looking really bad in a bunch of, like the Damian Harris pick against the Rams and like the pick against the Cardinals that should have cost him the game, and then. Uh, a couple shoe toppers to Nikhil Harry and to Myers and whatever else, but like you look at like open receivers and him be completing the ball when they were open and his numbers against Tom Brady's with the same, basically the same talent core and receiver set in 2019. And it's not that dissimilar. Mm. And now you're, you're adding like, an elite deep threat you're, or at least like based on 2020 and a good possession receiver <clears> is born and you're in the run game is going to be amazing. And you, uh, you upgraded an offensive line and you gave two of the top seven tight ends to Cam Newton, like give him a chance. Just make sure there's a ready and capable backup and that you have a prospect. That's why, if anything, I think fourth to later rounds of Jamie Newman or somebody else, maybe that's where they'll go because they want to make sure they have somebody like in, in the, in the hatchery if you will as opposed to just like well here's justin fields i know you uh had him at your clinic and he's nipping at your heels and he's ready to take the job this year like it's garoppolo and they just say cam thanks so much best of luck in cincinnati wherever you or dallas or wherever you land or it's you know it's garoppolo or it's going to be cam and this season and
4: I've limited my dating pool to only girls that have Apple TV
0: until you I watched Ted Lasso. I <laughs> swear to God. <laughs> I'm sorry we all the – I'm sorry. Like I've got plenty of male friends, and I don't need any more dudes sliding into my DMs. But, like, I'm sorry we can't all actually hang out on draft night because we would probably have a lot of fun. Yes. Yeah, dude. Oh, for sure. Yeah, you guys are – you guys are a good hang and no one is like the other one. And also, if that's another fucking Michelob Ultra, I'm going to kick you. No, right.
3: it's proclamation. Attaboy. Welcome <laughs> to know. the real world. A-
0: actually exists. No, I
3: try not to, like, go against, I, know. But a little,
2: I A
4: little, a little cacti?
3: Agave? There you go.
2: There you go. Yeah, yeah. Trying to keep it light. Like, a little coconut water? Little, uh... <laughs> a little... Uh,
0: so, uh, hey, listen. He's paying tribute to Tom Brady. He's staying hydrated, everybody. That's yeah, true. Bye. Bye. Ten calories. <laughs> you know, I was gonna say, you know what's good in that little shot? Little shot of tequila in the buy is not a bad idea. Ooh, good call. Yeah. Um, so um, if you got the audio on all of us talking about draft crushes, the running game, and everything else, um, yeah. Like, do yep. we want to just do the uh, Oliver? Do we want to do the whole like non-sequitur mass or New England wrap-up thing? Yeah,
1: rank those New England states, and then we can call it. Right on. Cool. Okay.
0: Well, I've had fun. I hope you guys have. I've had the time of my life. Oh, we've had a blast. Thank you again so much. <laughs> Sorry for oh, the okay. technical issues. Are you Come on. Yeah. Listen, this is all wildly imperfect. It happens. Um, yeah. I'm just like, I'm just learning. Um, I'm using Restream to do live broadcasts now on a regular basis. And it's like, it's not without its own hitches and glitches as well. But if you guys wanted to do this and record it as a podcast, Zoom's great because it's free for everybody and obviously you can do it 40 minutes at a time and then marry the two audio pieces together and however you edit it um restream would allow you guys to designate a certain uh number of social media channels like if somebody's got a good twitch channel and then like facebook live or youtube people could watch when you guys record live and then when you're done it saves it and then, or, or you can grab the audio from those channels. I know that's kind of like lower grade and compressed. Um, or if you have like a an account where you pay 15 bucks a month, you get it, right. and you can actually download the video and then strip the audio from there. Um, that's close. And you can have and you can have up to six video participants, and you can do like lower thirds. And oh, nice. there's a ch- there's a chat box. So let's say you guys have a bunch of fans that want to like uh, chime in with questions. You double click in the chat box, their question appears like a like a graphic on the today show like that that good oh, that's, and it that's says cool. like um at josh martin falcons uh wants to know like why do i feel dead on the inside forever <laughs> <laughs> sorry josh can't help you yeah. uh, <laughs> the truth oh uh, <laughs> hey uh, too, and then you can hard. like highlight that and then everyone can t- it's real like so it's restream.io um okay. i'll give um uh oliver i'll, I'll dm you um my my, uh, my email and stuff so you guys can keep in touch so we can dick around again, but also whatever info I can pass along to you guys and stuff, okay?
2: Awesome. Okay.
1: Thanks. Yeah, it sounds great. Appreciate it. All
0: right.
1: Okay. Oh, all I'm right. going to go in three, two, one. Okay, after our 13th technical difficulty, we're back for the last segment of Fitzy. As we do with all our guests, we're going to have them rank the New England States there's a correct order, there's an acceptable order, and then there's very wrong order. So <laughs> let's hear
0: it. All right, guys. All right, guys. Now it's time to power rank the New England states coming in at number six because it's technically only half a state as far as New England is concerned. We're going to be going with Connecticut. Oh, because, answer. Fuck? All, right, they... all right, good. <laughs> yeah. okay, there you no, go. it's not. Here's the thing. All right, here I, and I have a lot of love for Connecticut. My better half's parents are down there. I spent a lot of time in Connecticut, uh, a lot of time in traffic in Connecticut. Uh, exactly. Listen, new, like oh, new, new Haven has great pizza. There's good beer down there. You got coastline, you got beaches, forestry, but also they gave us Lyme disease, and there's more <laughs> Yankees fans than Red Sox fans. So, you know, any state that, any state, listen, any state that has, like, they can't decide... If it's a jet or a shark, any state that's like, oh, well, I'm part of the tri-state. No, I'm part of New England. Like, no, you get to be part of one region in this country. You don't get to be part of two. This double dipping, double dating bullshit has got to end. So Connecticut, a clear number six. Coming in, at number, coming in at number five, it's not its fault that it's as small as it is. But I'm going to tell you what, if it was just a little bit bigger, it would have a shot at at least a silver medal and maybe earning its chance to hear its anthem played and see its flag it's rhode island now i'm gonna tell you rhode island you got you got you got way better beer than people give credit for federal hill and all the great italian food in providence the the newport mansions love the mansion walk uh i've had i have literally never had a bad time in rhode island and if there was a state that i needed to have behind my back in an alley in a fight against any other state <laughs> no. i would want rhode island over any burr, other state burr. that all right crooked, we'll take that then. that crooked little jagged fucking postage stamp i want it behind <laughs> me because i don't know how it does what it does but it does it well and it has like the might of 10 other states like let's all be honest like rhode island would fuck up texas oh
2: yeah oh no doubt
0: 100 it, <laughs> 100 it's yeah. not it's not their fault that they're as small as there so uh Rhode Island definitely a five could be making their way up number four I'm just not a Maine guy yeah I'm gonna go Maine look I know Portland's the unofficial dining capital of the northeast if you like camping woods and not making eye contact with other people until you're 20 years old Maine's for you because like it's just big cold and weird but like not weird in a cool Austin, Texas sort of way. Like Maine's are just a weird. Different.
1: They're yeah, Maine different.
0: Mainers are different. And that's just because they don't see other people, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 I know we all haven't seen a lot of people over the last year plus because of COVID. But like people in Maine are like, ah, oh, what's so different about that? I haven't seen someone in five years. <laughs> and that's when I had to go get my last tuna. Uh, like Maine's strange. Uh, Great coastline. The food is amazing. Portland, like I said, unbelievable breweries. Uh, I love a Gunkwit. It's got a theater scene. There's lots to love about Maine, except for the fact that um, it hates people. So uh, Maine comes in at four. Number three, freaking Florida of New England guy, New Hampshire. Live free or die, MFers. Uh, When you need to scratch the following itches, fireworks firearms uh liquor <laughs> uh tattoos all in the same 20 minutes when you're a mass hole where do you go you go to new hampshire bro like true the new the license plate says live Free or die uh it's like the great video game skate or die i'll choose skate i'll choose live free i get it uh governor sununu does a bang was- up job <laughs> I was going to say, he's awesome. He's an he's, awesome he's dude. is super awesome. I wish he was my guy. I wish he was my dad. Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> they have, Na- like, how cool is New Hampshire? New Hampshire has NASCAR, bro. Come on yeah, now. Loudon. Shout Just out like, Loudon. It's a good time. Not a lot of, co- all right, so let's also look at the cons. Um, people are weird in a different way up there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a long drive from Boston or from, like, a lot of other key, like, uh, Key points or cities or like populous areas in New England to get to the New Hampshire skiing. Like everyone either goes up the coast to Sugar, like to the main ones, or they or they make the trek to Vermont. Uh, you know, like whoever says like, "Oh yeah, man, I got an international flight out of Manchester," like that doesn't. No, happen. let's man. be honest. No, it doesn't. <laughs> that that, that didn't. You're happen. lying.
3: You're actually <laughs> lying.
0: Uh, coming at number two, VT brew. Yeah, it's it's Vermont. I I love like Vermont is. uh Vermont's a vacation state. It's for lovers. It's a vacation state. Uh, it's the originator of like the New England IPA, the the great the great beer. Like, the, like you know how like new, like Nashville has become the unofficial bachelorette party capital of America.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So Vermont is slowly become like the I think they call I forget what they call that trail, but there's a road where all these great breweries, uh, like the Alchemist, who makes Eddie Topper and Hill Farmstead. Yeah like that road is slowly becoming like the bachelor party capital of America, if not New England, because dudes just go up there and they just drink themselves full of double dry hop, double IPAs all weekend. And then they just end up telling each other they love them and hugging and sweating on each other. (laughs) And then they argue about the draft and they throw up on each other and they get super hungover. (laughs) Uh, It's gorgeous, great skiing, everything else. And then number one, the state that started it all, My home, most of y'all's home, the home of the New England Patriots, it's it's mass Holia. Because when the pilgrims came (laughs) here, they land on Plymouth Rock. This is where America started. And if you think that Massachusetts, which has the best hospitals, the best technology, the best colleges, some of the best food, uh, like, our vacation spot is a sandbar, like, like I'm, I'm currently on Cape Cod, Cape Cod makes no sense, but you know what, it does, because Mass- Massachusetts, <laughs> so fuck off. Um, when this country started 400 years ago, people made it across the pond on a boat full of, like, crying babies, mustache dudes, dirty women and babies, and rotting diapers and stinking meat, and they landed here, and they said, you know what, this place has bad weather, the terrain is ridiculous uh, and everyone has an attitude problem. And we're like, yep, we're going to stay. And then 150 <laughs> <No>. <laughs> years, good enough. And 150 years later, England came over and was like, we want to take this back. And we were in Massachusetts. we like, Hey, England, I don't like the look on your face. And I think this is not a fight you're ready for. So why don't you just walk away or oh, you want a piece of this, England? You want a piece of this? You know what we did? We were like outmanned like 38 to 1 and we fucked England up and we won the war and we started this country. So, hey, from Massachusetts, you're welcome, America. There you go.
3: Perfect. All right, there that you, was have like that you have it. Nice. That, was, that was great. That was awesome. <laughs> we we have history teachers out time, reaching yeah. out,
0: trying to book you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: It's so we're we're
1: we're essentially out of time, unfortunately. But um, that was Fitzy's draft talk, and of course, um, his his okay list of Rhode Island, of New England states since Rhode Island was okay. five. You know, kind of. I will say,
4: well, no, I will say, you trash Maine so much, and Rhode Island was behind yeah. Maine somehow. You were, you were propping up Rhode Island to us. You're Okay, you're
0: trying to butter us up, but then you trash
4: Maine, <laughs> and it's a spot higher. It's like,
0: I okay. appreciate you. I appreciate you guys very much. This was a blast being on the podcast. I have no idea what the name of it is. Uh, make sure you tune <laughs> uh, in. Don't worry about I it. Want, I want more dudes sliding into my DMs, as much draft talk <laughs> as possible. Uh, and make sure you watch the Patriots draft party live seven to seven forty-five Thursday night on Patriots.com and all across the portals. And for sweet tweets and inappropriate in-game analysis and more at Fitzy GFY. Why? Cause I love you and go fuck yourself.
1: <laughs> love it. Thanks for coming on.
0: Thank you, Fitzy. Thank you so much. That was awesome. Hey guys. Um, thanks a million. It was great talking to you. you um, want to do it again after the draft sometime in the summer training camp, whatever, or if you guys make it up, Say hello. Um, like I said, I'll pass on the email and everything else and keep in touch, alright? All all right. Thank, you, Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. See you guys. Thank see you. See ya. Bye. Return to Yo.
2: Yo. 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 What the fuck's up? It's the one true motherfucking host. And I'm back. My popular demand. No shout-outs from Oliver last week. I'm sorry to my brothers James. Jake Morocco, Alex Fava, Jake motherfucking Rude, How? Yo, you made it this far on this podcast, you're a true certified, psycho, path you're officially on DMT, baby, uh, Fitzy, on the pod today. I saw him on TikTok about a year ago. Now, <laughs> he's on Small State Big Take. Doesn't even know the name of the pod. Can't blame him. Got me rapping over a fucking actual Prosser. Uh. Shout out Josh Martin moving to Florida, bro. Oliver and I, the two true remaining Rhode Islanders, who would have thought? Who's gonna be the last one to go? Me or him? Here's a fucking hint. You're gonna need a fucking bulldozer. Wrapped around my fucking neck. Dragged me out of the state. Rhode Island forever, baby. We'll take me later, motherfucker. Episodes. episodes. were short for a while, dude. It's time for a long one. We're going all the way. Two hours long. Fuck it. But thanks for showing up tonight. I love y'all. I'm back The one true host, once and forever. Shout out to the homies. Shout out G-Baby. Shout out g